Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. We have been studying losing sacrificing, suffering, and dying. Are these good subjects? It's Christianity. Amen. How many think God has a bad mind towards you? Does God want to kill you? No, I don't think so. But when, as children, we accept his will, we do better. Amen. So this morning, I want us to look at taking up our crosses for Jesus. Why should you take up your cross? Because Jesus has already taken up the cross. And if Jesus has died on a cross and shed his blood, and paid the price once and for all, what again must be done? But the answer is very simple. Jesus said in Matthew 16, verse 24. Turn with me to Matthew 16, verse 24. It says, Then said Jesus to his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself. And take up his cross and follow me. Amen. Let him do what? De- take up his cross, deny himself, and follow me. So why does Jesus want us also to take up our crosses? Since he has already taken up the cross. Hallelujah. Reason number one, because the cross of Jesus defines the standards and the levels at which all of us must operate. Amen. The cross has defined the standard. Amen. What do I mean by that? The Bible says that in Matthew 10 verse 38. He that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. In other words, when you say something is not worthy, like um, you are going to buy a dress and they say the dress is 120 CDs. And you say, oh, but this dress is not worth 120 CDs. Do you understand? It's not worth it. Now, Jesus is saying that a person who does not take his cross is not worthy. In other words, he has not met the quality. 
of the standards that are needed for following Christ. So the cross has set the standard. The standard is a cross. And so you have to take up your cross because the standard has been set as cross. We want, you want to come as cross. That's the standard. So the cross is important because when you don't take up your cross, you do not, you are not worthy of Christianity. So if you haven't paid the price to be a Christian, you are not worthy to be called a Christian. If you have not paid a certain price, you, can, you are not worthy of a certain kind of ministry. There are people who are lay pastors and they want to be like Benny Hinn. Do you understand? A lay pastor, you want to be like, you want to have a miracle ministry or a science and wonders ministry or something like Benny Hinn. But you are a lay pastor who is not prepared to give up his work. Or you don't understand what I'm trying to explain. So what we are trying to say is that Jesus has set the standard as the standard of a cross. Shame, disgrace, despisement, rejection, humiliation, embarrassment, suffering, dying, losing your life, the life you would have lived on earth, 33, 33. Maybe you would have had a beloved by 34. No beloved. No marriage. No children. The life you would have lived on earth. The cross took it all away. The life you would have had, the cross took it all away. That's what it means. So, you realize that we are, uh, we are even having a certain type of Christianity which does not believe in the cross. It just believes in blessings. Bless me, Lord. I receive it now. I receive it. You receive what? Every day you receive it, you receive it. <laughs> you are joking. Amen? You will pay the price and you have to pay the price. A good wedding dress has a certain price. You want to have a nice wedding with a beautiful wedding dress, there is a price you will pay for the wedding dress. Roughly, whether you are in America, England, Ghana, for a certain type of wedding dress, there is a certain type of pride, roughly. I mean, they tell you, this is a beautiful wedding dress, it's 10 CDs. Hmm. Wedding dress, 10 CDs? Which wedding dress is that? Huh? This religion called Christianity 
The price is cross, cross. You pay the price. Amen. Honesty. To be a Christian, you will lose some business. Amen. You cannot import cars and under declare whatever you are declaring. If you are a Christian, you cannot work at customs, immigration, government office, and be doing kululu there. Because it will cost you. That is how Christianity is. But now, we even pray, Lord, help me to do my kululu. And you will pray uh, so that God should give you the kululu. You are a Christian. You are selling electric wires. At 100, 100 feet. But you know that it's 90 feet. That's how they sell it. All the things in that are sold, you that are sold in the in the market, that are either cables, wires, that have a measurement, and they say hundred, it's not hundred. That is why the price of one meter is different from the price of hundred divided by hundred to get one. Or oh, you don't understand what I'm do you understand the calculation? <laughs> if you like, you do a test. Ask them, okay, give me just two meters. Now you say, oh, but the price of the hundred is this. So divide it by hundred and give me two meters. Because if hundred is hundred cities, two meters should be two meters. They say, no, 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 it's not like that. Because if they sell one, 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 one meter, they will get 90. Because it's not hundred. Some people even make the cable separately. Then they also get the labels separately. So they order from Germany or whatever 90 feet cables. And then they order labels for 100 feet cables. And they ask that, please, when you are making, don't put any label on. We'll put it on ourselves in Ghana. So you make 100 feet cables and then you make no, 90 feet cables and 100. I've done business before in Ghana. I know what I'm talking about. There is nothing straightforward in this country anymore. Everything is like this. Kululu alikizam. <laughs> hey, Ghanaians. Election. There is nothing straight that this election is a straight election. You are born again Christian. You go to church. Oh, love you, love. Then you are voting three times. Or you have registered as an NPP polling agent. Meanwhile, you are an NDC voter. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? I'm saying that you joined the NPP party as a polling agent. And you are a representative of NPP. Actually, you are NDC. Do you know how we know? Because you can go to certain parts of certain parts of, of the country when they vote. Maybe there was four hundred and twenty votes, all right. And including the polling agents there, who are these are the NPP, 
there are five, and then the NDC are also five. And they, when they add all the 400, there is no NPP in it. It means that the polling agents also, official NPP registered voters, were also NDC. Were actually NDC. You, or you don't understand what I'm talking about. Christianity. You say you are a virgin, not knowing Akechale Ofe experience more than the average sister. <laughs> hey! No, I'm saying that Christianity now, we can't even tell. If I come right now to test all of you, this, 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 you see some of you, I can do a test right now. I will see the semen inside your vagina. Meanwhile, you are not married. Though. I will do the test. I will start and say, hey, semen is belong to a man. What is he doing inside here? I thought you were not married. saying what i'm saying is that it's like christianity the standard has been settled you will lose you'll be disgraced you lose money you and that is it that's one of the reasons why i decided not to work at kolebu because as a doctor i realized that i couldn't even survive I couldn't survive because my salary was 25,000. 25, no, not Ghana cities, old cities. That is two Ghana cities, 50 pesos. And is it two cities, 50 or 25 cities? No, are you sure? No, it will be 25 cities. 25 cities. And I use 15 cities for fuel. And five CDs for engine oil. And I was left with five CDs. <coughs> for the month. So I realized that I couldn't. Then one day I met a Lebanese or Syrian man. He came and he said, he wants me to write something. I said, what? Write what? He said, oh, it's not, <coughs> he's not feeling well. Not feeling well. He wants to be on admission. I said, Admission? Not knowing that the police are looking for him. <laughs> so I realized that, hey, I didn't, even, I didn't even know. I mean, later the bosses took over that case. But I, then I realized that the guy wants to rest in the hospital. I think his court case was coming. So when they, when they go to court, say that he's on admission, then he will come out. And I realized that staying there to work be a problem many government jobs are like that if you work there you'll be a thief <clears throat> when i look at the government job ministers of state and so on they say it's a sacrifice when you want to joke joke in a way that we will laugh do you understand what i'm saying when you are joking joke in a way that we laugh but when you crack jokes that are not we are not able to laugh it's not good 
You say it's a sacrifice. Who is sacrificing there? And they will not pay them properly. It's a very dangerous place to work is the government. Minister of this, minister of this. Before you realize, you go to prison. It's one of the most dangerous. And as they go along, very few quality people will ever work for the government. That's why in Singapore, they decided to pay them like businessmen. Because they're really good people and honest people. They will never go to do those jobs. So that when you sign, then you, they'll be bringing you money on the side. You have to pay this contract to make desk. Desk and chairs. You are a carpenter. You have got a contract to make desk and chairs in the Bronga Hafo region. And you have to go to the minister of education in the office. Give him money. Do whatever. And write that you are making this number of chairs when you are making a different number of chairs. All kinds of things. It's wonderful. You have to form companies which are yours to buy what you want to buy. So they will quote. No, it's your company that is quote. All these things because... <clears throat> Of how the system is. So a genuine Christian, eh, it's not that it's, it's not that you you just stay there and also be dying, but you leave. You leave and say, I will not work here. Otherwise, I, this is what will become of me. Because look at everybody who was there before you. Everybody has become a thief. And one day you will be in the prison eating gary milk tin full of gary without stew, and you'll be surprised. And you remember when they said, take up your cross and follow me. It was easier than the prison. One day we went to preach at the prison. We are preaching, then some people shouted, forgive. They shouted, forgive. <clears throat> and we are preaching, they shouted, mercy, mercy. Lighthouse people, they are there. Because when you hear them shouting, forgive, mercy, then you know that it's a lighthouse person. They were there fully. <coughs> Prison branch. <laughs> so we are forming 10,000 branches, so that means inside the prison too. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same that through prophets he might destroy him that had the power of death that is the devil take up your cross and follow Jesus take up your cross every day Don't be ashamed Say that you know him Count the cost Take up your cross Follow him Oh yes Take up your cross And follow Jesus Take up your cross every day. Don't be ashamed. 
that you know him Say that you know him Count the cost Take up your cross Count the cost Take up your cross Count the cost Take up your cross Follow him Hallelujah all right, I'm still alive. To destroy the one who has power. How many want the devil out of your life this year? If you want him out of your life this year, God is showing you a wonderful key. Pay some cost, some price for Christianity. Pay the price to pray fast. Pay the price to pay tithes. Change your finances. Break the power of the palmer worm and the canker worm and the caterpillar and the holes in your stomach and the holes in your pockets through which everything that you have is going out. The devil can be broken. The power of the devil can be broken. The Bible says that through death, when Moses passed through the Red Sea, what happened? He thought he was going to die. But when he looked behind, it was rather his enemy, Pharaoh, and the children of Egypt who were drowned in the water. And that was the end of his enemy. By accepting to enter and go through the Red Sea, he drowned his enemies. He drowned his enemies that were following him. You can drown your enemies. You can drown the demons and the evil spirit, the witches and the wizards, the powers of darkness that are haunting you and following you this year. By paying the price. But you see, many people don't realize that paying the price is actually the way forward. All those who, when we were in school, we paid the price. I paid the price to learn in medical school. I, des- I deserve to have a job for the rest of my life as a doctor because I paid the price to learn how many, the speed at which a simulium fly flies and the angle at which it dives into the water and the number of eggs it lays per second and scorpions, cockroaches, every animal, snakes, types of snakes. I studied so many things. I paid a price. So I don't have to work as a laborer. So the power of poverty is broken because I paid the price. That's what God is showing you today. Look, you think that it's just prophets telling you, receive it. What do you tell me off air? Mary listen from sarcasm. Come and see me. Come and see me tonight. My name is Prophet Dadabot. Hey! Now, look, just start to pay the price as a Christian. You know, people laugh at me when I was preaching. I've been preaching. People laugh at me. Does he have power? He's just preaching basics and simple things and so on. What do you want me to preach? What do you want me to talk about? What do you want to talk about? I'm preaching simple, simple, simple. My, my branches are cathedrals. I have cathedrals as branches with bishops. Yeah, you keep laughing at me. This is a Christianity. You can't change Christianity how you want it to be. 
we didn't create the religion or make it. We came to meet it and we're following Jesus Christ. This is what he says we should do. He says, take up your cross. He said that through death, he broke the power of the devil. You too, through death, through the cross, you will break the power of the devil over your life. I didn't write it. So if he took up his cross and through death, he broke the power of the devil. You too, through death and through the cross, you will break the power of the small, small devils that are in your life. That's why he told you, take up your cross too. Because just as I took up my cross, this is the effect it had. That's why I'm telling you, take up your cross. Why do you think I would like my son to go to school? Because I realized that by going to school, I broke the power of poverty. At least, even if I'm not a pastor, I can work in so many places all over the world, I will get a job. There is almost no country in the world I cannot work. Just because I'm a doctor. All I need to do is one small exam, if it's not outside Ghana, and then I can, I can work. Anywhere I can work. So, why do you think I'll let my child, not let my child also do that? So, that's what Jesus, when he took up his cross, it had a very wild effect. Satan's power was broken. Satan's dominion, Satan's influence was broken in such a wild way. So, he turned around to his followers. And said, look, when I took up my cross, it was a very powerful thing that happened. So you two, take up your cross and start to pay the price. Do you know how many years years I've paid tithes? I was not a pastor when I started paying tithes. I was a student in Achimota School. At least by form five, I was a tithe payer. Form five means 1980. I was a tithe payer. Do you know how I knew? My best friend, one of my friends, she did an exam and she was doing A level and she didn't do as well as she wanted to do. And then by that time, the revelation on tithing was very strong in me. So she came and she was, she was, she was lamenting. She said, how God has, God has failed me. I said, God hasn't failed you. I told her, I know the reason why you didn't pass so well. She said, what is the reason? I said, I'll share it with you. I told her the reason is tithing. I said, you pay tithes. She said, what? I said, tithes. Do you pay tithes while a student? She said, no. I said, that's the reason. I said, the canker worm has eaten your exam marks. No, I'm explaining, you see, I'm explaining how long ago I believed in tithes. I was not a pastor collecting tithes or using tithes for anything. Form 5. She was in upper 6, I was in form 5. And I explained to her, she said, are you sure? I said, I'm sure. Come, let me show you. And I showed her, you see, Malachi. He said, yeah, thou art cursed with a curse. Because thou was eating the tithe. Oh, do you see how long ago I've believed and sacrificed my tithe? Not, 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 1980. The whole of 1980, 81 to 89. The whole of 1990, the whole of 2000. And whatever we are in 2011 more than 30 years as a student i believe in it and there are times i pay tithes and will not eat yeah so you see they say you are going for pro- i have never been to any prophet even once never for any prophet to pray for me never the only time i went to see archbishop duncan williams i asked him to pray for him that one he prayed for me outside after church 
I told him that when I speak in tongues, I don't believe that it's tongues because of the way it sounds. So he just put his hand on me. In Jesus' name. And immediately I believed. After that prayer, I believed. That was the end of my doubt. Apart from that, I've not been to see anybody, any prophet. So you keep on following all these things. Oh, we are going for this all night here. I'm going for this uh, prophetic, whatever. Some of you, you have three pastors. Lighthouse is your church. You have another pastor, another Nigerian pastor somewhere, and a prophet somewhere. Yeah. You are trying so hard to break the power of the devil in your life. And it's not working. You keep on. I'm sure you basic Christianity. I didn't invent Christianity. Don't, don't trust me. Trust the Bible. Trust God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Trust the Bible. Trust God. Don't, 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 don't think of following somebody. Follow God. Do you understand? As for me, I'm just uh, reading the Bible to you. It, it looks simple, isn't it? It looks simple. Just read the Bible. One verse I explain. One verse I explain. One verse I explain. People have laughed at me. I say, your pastor, does he have power? 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 <laughs> they laugh at me. say, do I have power? Okay, let's all, all, all be here working. Slowly, 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 slowly. Yeah. You, you want to break the power of the devil in your life? Men follow you all the time. You are happy. When you stand, a BMW will stop to pick you. And you are smiling inside. Think you think you are pretty. Stupid girl. If I had this, I would beat you, you will see. You think you are pretty. That's why BMWs are picking you. Share. You are joking. One day we went to church. After church, a sister came to sit in the front. She was I said, what is the wee wee? What is going on? She said, then Bishop Saki explained, said, oh, her boyfriend, she gave her life to Christ this morning and because she gave her life, she just realized that she has to leave her boyfriend. That is why she was crying. Wee wee, wee wee, wee wee. So, when she finished crying, when she finished crying, you know, she left her boyfriend. And I'll tell you, I have seen few sisters leave the boyfriend because of Christ. And I've seen many boyfriends leave the girlfriend because of another girl. You wait. <laughs> you know what Jesus said? Do you know what Jesus I'm preaching to you. Do you know what Jesus said? Jesus said, no one takes my life from me. I lay it down. I myself lay it down. Is it not true? If you don't leave them, they will leave you anyway. That is, that is, the, that is the sad part. That's why in my book, Take Up Your Cross, I've got a chapter which says, give it or lose it. If you don't give it, you will lose it anyway. There is no woman who can keep the attention of any man for very long. It's a message. It's a message. Huh? It's, it's time for us to start coming to the front to weep. To weep and say, it's okay, it's over. Because of Christ, I won't. You're going to marry an unbeliever. Ah! In this day and age, you are my, your, it means that your father-in-law will be the devil. 
Because the Bible says that the devil is the father of all unbelievers. So you are going to marry and your spiritual father-in-law is Satan. That means anytime Satan will knock and say, I'm coming to see you this evening for something. Can you imagine? So sacrifice and break the power of all these things in your life. Through the cross. I said through the cross. Through the cross. You'll be disconnected. Amen. From deception. From liars. From thieves. From devils. From demons. From HIV. Yeah. Through the cross. You, you have nothing to do with HIV. You are not going to see HIV at all. There is no semen or vaginal fluid that is coming out. As soon as you take up your cross and sacrifice, you are disconnected from the... HIV is not one of your concerns. When you stop smoking because of Christ, you stop it because of Christ, you are disconnected from so many diseases. When you smoke, every time you smoke, your blood vessels become narrower. They just, it just shrinks like smaller. Alcohol, the same. Beer, Guinness, all that. So the devil is taking out of your health, out of your pocket. pocket you don't, when you see cigarette, there's nothing to buy. When you see beer, there's nothing to buy. When you see Guinness, there's nothing to buy. You are free like a, a butterfly, just flowing, flowing. You are free from HIV. You are free from prison. You are free from devils. That is why the Bible says that through death, he destroyed so many things that have power in your life. You can marry a Christian who your pastor can call your husband and correct him. Because in marriage, you need a referee. Marriage is a two volleyball. Without a referee, it's not easy. But when you marry an unbeliever, and your pastor calls your, your husband, your husband will say, I am not a member of your church, and I don't consider your pastor as anything. His referee is somebody, Oprah Winfrey, is what he listens to. Oprah Winfrey. I see you getting free from demons. This year, powers over your life are gone. Curses. You'll be passing by the prison and you know that you are free from this place. By the grace of God, you will not go there. But you continue to be doubling with Kululu and all these things. Before you realize, you'll be sending us a text from the prison that, Charlie, I'm here. I've joined the Insawan branch. Not knowing that Insawan branch is not Insawan town. No. It's Insawan maximum security prison at Insawan May you never go there in Jesus' name. Amen. Stand to your feet and let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your blessing today. We receive your word and we are grateful. Everybody lift your hand and commit yourself to God. Say, Lord, I will. Take up my cross and follow you in Jesus' name. We love you and we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. You want to say, Pastor, I want to take up my cross and take Jesus as my Savior. Please pray for me today.
I want Jesus to come into my life. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you right now. Just your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I see all your hands all over this place. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Pastor, help me to know Jesus. I want to pray with you right now. I see you on the balcony, everywhere. God bless you. If you've lifted your hand, I want you to come to me. I'm also coming downstairs. Come downstairs to meet with me. Down in the front here. I want to pray with you just in the front here. Come from upstairs. Come from the back. Come from wherever you are. Follow Jesus. Oh, take up your cross. Oh, come for them as they come to Jesus. Take up your cross. Cry a bit for Jesus. Don't be ashamed. your cross follow him oh don't be ashamed oh come for them as they come come to Jesus to say that you know him wow. say that take you up know your cross. him count the cost take up your cross follow him lift your hands all of you in front here God bless you and let's all pray say Lord Jesus Please forgive me for my sins. I give my life to you. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. I give my life to you. I give my heart to you. Please wash away my sins. With the blood of Jesus. Today. I open my heart. And I receive Jesus. As my savior. My lord. And my master. Thank you Jesus. For what you have done for me. Please. Write my name. In the book of life. In Jesus name. I love you Lord. Satan. From today. I will not serve you again. I will not follow you again. I belong to Jesus Christ. Lift your two hands. Say thank you Jesus. For dying for me. I love you. And I thank you. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.